everybody welcome to wild child podcast my name is serena charise and this is the start of a whole new project of mine so for the past two years i've been wanting to go ahead and start a podcast however i've honestly just been so kind of worried about what everyone else would be thinking about what I have to say, but at this point in my life, I'm kind of, I do not care. I want to do this for myself. This is something that I've been wanting to do for the past two years, so let's just freaking do it. So this podcast is going to be about a little bit of everything. The subjects we're going to be touching on is health, spirituality, adulting, friendships, relationships, Uh, I'm going to have sometimes some people come on and kind of just talk about those topics, be able to give their experiences that they went through, and just kind of like have a nice conversation about it. So that way you're not always just listening to me in my sometimes monotone voice. (laughs) So yeah, I'm mostly going to be talking about in this episode, just an overview about how I kind of got to this point and where I am in my life. Because let me tell you, for anyone who's listening that knew me three years ago, you are going to be shocked when I tell you that I have been all over the place. Or maybe not shocked because those closest to me probably know that I never stay in one place. I never do one thing. And I'm always on the move because life moves fast. Life happens fast. So you either got to jump on the crazy train or you're going to get run over by it. (laughs) Sorry, that's a little morbid. But so let's start with where I grew up. I grew up a little bit north of Boston in Massachusetts. My town was small, but... My high school wasn't because it was one of those towns, one of those high schools where three towns go to one high school, one middle school, uh, but you all kind of grew up in your own separate towns for elementary school. So I had a great high school experience, I would like to say. When I look back on it, obviously when you're in it, you're kind of like, this sucks, but when you're out of it, you're really like, all right, yeah, no, I had, I had a pretty fun time. That was, that was, I had some pretty fun memories. I had some pretty great friends and yeah. So I grew up in that town and I did lacrosse. I did one winter of track. Yeah. I did hurdles. That was when I decided to go ahead and quit dance. That is a whole another episode that I will be talking about just kind of like growing up in competitive dance and how that kind of like affects you mentally because honestly this podcast is going to be a lot of topics that hit on mental health just because I feel like that really hits home for me and that's really something I like to talk about anybody who knows me that I could talk about it for days. I love to analyze and pick out and go deeper and deeper and deeper into thoughts and topics and just 
talk about everything with anyone for hours. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Sometimes it's very annoying for some people, but I love it. So that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I love it so much that it's starting to annoy the people that are around me every day. And they're like, you need to say this to something else because it's just, we don't want to talk about social anxiety. We don't want to talk about why social media has an effect on people. We don't want to talk about suicide. We don't want to talk about death. We don't want to talk about happiness. We don't want to talk about sadness. We don't, no one wants to have deep, emotional, analytical conversations 24 seven, but I do. <laughs> which is one of the reasons why I really am so excited to finally be starting this podcast and hopefully you guys all like it too. So a little rundown from after high school because we can get deeper into that if that is something you guys would be interested in hearing about. Um, after high school, I went to three different colleges, yes, three different colleges, three different majors, and after the third one, I was like, nope, nope, I am not going to college, if I'm gonna do college, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it online, but I don't need to be doing it right now, I believe I need to be doing something else with my life, I feel like I need to be doing something else with my time, I do not want to be wasting thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on education for a piece of paper. Yes, I understand that piece of paper is important. I understand that piece of paper is going to give you a job when you graduate. I understand that that piece of paper is going to give you a high-paying job when you graduate. And I have nothing against any of my friends that are going for that piece of paper. I just knew in my heart and in my life that it was not the time for me to go ahead and go for that piece of paper. <laughs> so I instead, after the third college, I went to esthetician school. I came to this decision by, honestly, I love skin. What makes our skin react? How to help that reaction, clear that reaction. And I really did want to know, okay, well, everyone keeps saying how you need to have a skincare routine. You need to have a skincare routine. You need to pre-cleanse your face, then cleanse your face, then exfoliate your face. And then after exfoliate, you have to moisturize. But first, if you, before you put the moisturizer on, you have to put on some serums that are going to help your skin and your acne. And then you're going to put on moisturizer and then SPF and I'm like, why are we going to be putting all of these products on our skin? What is going to make those products help my skin? So for me, that was one of the reasons why I got into aesthetics is because really just for my own curiosity. And then in school, after learning all of the facts about why your skin does what it does and why certain products and certain ingredients help your skin. After all of that, we also were doing makeup. So I was also being certified in makeup, special effects makeup, 
body makeup, glam makeup, natural makeup, wedding makeup, just any makeup, we were learning it. And I, (laughs) I have never been a makeup person. Growing up doing competitive dance and wearing that costume makeup, yeah, no thanks. I was like, I'm not wearing makeup. I do not love makeup. And honestly, part of the reason why I never liked wearing makeup was because I never wanted to, at the end of the day, at 10.30 at night, go ahead and do this huge skincare routine to go ahead and take off all of the makeup. I was not going to do that. I, what you can say, I was lazy. I got lazy. It's 10.30 at night. I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to have to rub my eyes out to get mascara off my face. Um, But... After learning all about makeup and practicing it and doing it on other people and doing it on myself, I really began to understand it more and love it more. I look at makeup now as more enhancing the features that you already are born with. You have natural, beautiful features. All the makeup is going to be doing is just enhancing those features. I learned a lot of cool things from esthetician school and I highly recommend that if anybody's out there and they're like, I really don't like college. I don't think I ever was really a huge partier. I just like, I'm more so the person that's like, I'll go to a bar, I'll have one drink, and then I'd rather go do karaoke or go dancing. I'm more of like, I like to be doing active fun things, not just go to a party to just get belligerently drunk. There's nothing wrong with doing that. I completely have been there before. It's fun. It is. But I just, I also knew like, this isn't really what I want. And to think that way too at 19, 18, and everyone kind of looking at you like, well, you're crazy. They just want to go have a fun time and get drunk. But on with my rant. I've never been a partier. I've always been, I just want to have a good time. I just want to go dancing. I just want to have fun. And I don't know. I've never been, never been big on it. I also moved and lived in three different states and have had two apartments. So once I got to Marist, I was like, yeah, this is the wrong school for me. Since in high school, I was not a big school person. The only thing that got me really excited about going to Maris was the fact that I thought it was going to be me jumping right in to making dresses, making designs, making clothes. And when I got there and I wasn't even allowed to be in the design room as a freshman, I was like, well, what the heck? This isn't what I thought it was going to be. I want to be creating. I want to be making. I want to be hands-on. I want to be doing stuff. And that's within like the first week of being there. I knew that it was just the wrong choice for me in the wrong place. So I left. I withdrew, signed those papers, and I left. After Maris, I went to Florida where my parents were. And I helped them look for a house. And after finding a house, I helped them move in. Then I stayed for maybe a month. 
after moving in. Then I left, packed up my bags, packed up my my Jeep and uh, drove back up to Massachusetts. And I lived with my grandmother, my grandfather in my hometown, essentially, it was the town over. But I lived with them and it was definitely interesting. It was kind of weird being in a place that you left and you knew that you left and you thought you weren't going to be going back other than to visit family. So it was pretty weird being back in your hometown and everybody else being gone, which it's fine. But at that point in my life was when the loneliness was kind of starting to set in. I then had gotten into a relationship. Obviously, though, there's always ups and downs in a relationship. But I found an apartment in Newburyport downtown Newburyport. It's right above Fat Face. And if anybody from Massachusetts knows where that is. But yeah, so I lived there for a year and I, I moved in there in November. So I was living with my grandparents for two months. But during those two months, I never really was there because I was always going to New York city to visit um my boyfriend at the time so we after i moved in to newburyport it was it was fun i had a lot of fun by myself i really kind of got to know myself but i never here's the thing with me is that i've always done the analytical thinking and digging about other people's situations and giving out wisdom and giving out advice for them. But I never would actually take it into my own hands and do it for myself. And I think that's where I kind of am at now in my life is I'm really reflecting and looking back and analyzing and seeing all the things that I did for other people that I was like, well, if you had done this for yourself, Serena, you would be farther in where you are now, which where I am now is fine because I'm doing the work now to get to where I want to be. Sadly, it took two years for me to figure out that when I say you have to do things for yourself to other people to actually take that in and do that for myself. You know what I mean? Like I did so many things which I do not regret at all for other people. And I'm like, well, if you had put in that much effort and that much motivation, into yourself, Serena, just think of the places that you can be in now. And that hit me. And that's stuck with me for the past month. It's really stuck with me for the past month, Um, which is why and what brought me back to Florida. So after living in Newburyport, I was, and while I was living in Newburyport, I was going to a community college just to get credits because I still was thinking like, oh, well, maybe I do like it. I just don't like the party scene as much. Like I don't need the party scene. So picked a different college. I was going to be moving in with my boyfriend and we picked out an apartment and everything. Then COVID hit. The apartment is in New Jersey, one of the states that was getting hit the hardest. And I was going to be moving there. I was going to be going to college for dance now. I was so excited. I was going to be living with my boyfriend and it was going to be 
amazing. I was so, so, so excited. And COVID hit. <laughs> um, since COVID hit and Massachusetts was getting hit really, really hard, just before basically where airlines were being shut down, I flew to Florida and I stayed in Florida at my parents' house for six months. And then come July, I went back to Massachusetts, packed up my apartment, put my stuff in a storage unit, packed up my stuff for college, and I went to Georgian Court University, which is a very small school in a very small town in the middle of New Jersey. I was going to school there. I met probably one of my best friends and I think I also kind of lived with her <laughs> for a few weekends or weeks, whatever it was. I, I always slept over her house just because I did not have the best dorm experience. And then after staying in the dorms and just at my breaking point, I asked my boyfriend, I go, well, this is not going good. This is really not going good. I am at my wit's end and I'm going to fall apart if I stay in these dorms. Could I please possibly stay with you? Because we were going to be living together, but stuff happens. And so I lived in the dorms. He lived in the apartment that we got for us. And I eventually did stay with him. After staying with him for two months, I got my own apartment in the town over. And that's when I started going to esthetician school because after that one semester at Georgian Court, I was like, I cannot go to school here. I just, I can't. Too many things have happened with the registration, with the dean of students, and I'm not going to be doing it. I cannot do it. So I left. I went to esthetician school. After esthetician school, New Jersey, because of COVID, it was very difficult for you to go ahead and get your license in the state they made it extremely difficult for people to get their license like honestly painfully annoying too on how to get your license because you go through six months of school and you do the you want that license so bad that you do the virtual and then the in-person and then you go through this whole process you take the state board exam and then you're told you can't take the practical and you have to get your temporary permit to go then work for 30 days. And then after those 30 days, that temporary permit, you have to put in for paperwork to go ahead and then get your license. But here's the thing that nobody was telling us. It was going to take six to eight weeks for you to even get your temporary permit. I graduated in July and my temporary permit still says pending. It is now end of September. So for me and my family, my lease was also up in November because that seems to be the month that I just keep moving is November. So since my lease was up in November, I was like, I have to come up with a decision either to stay in New Jersey, keep trying to make it work, keep trying to push the state to give me my license, keep trying to push to make it all work out, or send in the paperwork to Florida because I already did more schooling. Because in the state of Florida, you only need 200 hours 
to become a licensed esthetician. In New Jersey, it's 600. So for me, I could do the endorsement process where I send in my transcripts from my school and my certification. Then I get my Florida license. So it's either I can go ahead and start the life that I wanna start, but have it be in Florida, or I can keep trying to fight the life that I want in New Jersey. It was hard. It was hard leaving New Jersey. Not because of the state, because I'm sorry, but New Jersey is the worst state to live in. <laughs> it was hard leaving because of the friends and relationships I had made. It was a lot. And then also just because I was 30 minutes out of the city, 30 minutes out of New York City, and I love New York City. I love it so much. I wanted to live there, but then I was like, well, rent's gonna be higher. Obviously there's more jobs there, but is it still gonna take the same amount of time? And when you do make money and you do have a good paying job, all that money is gonna be going to transportation, rent, food, and going out. It would, it would have not been good for me. So the other option was Florida. I love my family to death, love them to death. But having that independence for two years, that full independence for two years, and to come back to Florida and stay with your mom, your dad, and your brother in their house and have your room be how it how it was like in like your childhood house like it was it was something that I was not really thrilled about but I knew it would probably be the best bet for me and also I understand everybody likes Florida because of the heat I am a full-on New England girl I like the snow oh there's five feet of snow outside okay I'll go shovel it I don't care Cause I'll go shovel it, but I'll go ahead. I'll play in it while I'm shoveling it. I love the snow. I like the cold weather. I like fall. Cause Florida, you try like hell to do fall, but you you can't. You can't do fall. Your trees don't change color. Your pumpkins are rotting as you're trying to sell them, and you have zero fall decorations. Literally, there's no fall. You know how there's like that transition period to, oh my God, in New England at least, oh my God, there's apple cider donuts, apple picking. Um, then you pick your pumpkin and you make apple pie, apple crisp. You watch the leaves change color. There's football games. Honestly, that's probably the only thing the South has is football games and tailgates, which are fun. But all the other things that make fall magical, it's not here. <laughs> they try their hardest, but it's not here. Everyone here, honestly, kind of just jumps directly to Halloween. It's not even October yet, and people have their houses decorated like it's a haunted house. So, I mean, that's one thing. If you love Halloween, Florida's your place, but... I like the other things about fall, not so much Halloween. I've never really been a big Halloween person. Maybe that's because I've never actually celebrated it. Other than, you know, when you're younger and you go trick-or-treating, but then like in high school, I don't even think in high school 
I did anything for Halloween. Yeah, I don't think my friends and I did anything for Halloween on in high school. Yeah, no. Hmm. Actually, no, I take that back. I went to maybe two Halloween parties, two Halloween parties, but that was like freshman year. And I was like, this is just weird because at that age, no one's really doing anything. (laughs) Where I am now, I'm in Florida. I'm doing everything that I said I was going to be doing. The past two years, all that stuff I have in notes and notes and notes on my computer, in notebooks, on my iPad, everything that I've said I'm going to do, I'm doing it and I'm doing it and I'm getting it done. There's no more time to waste. There's no more time to waste. We're getting it done. So that's where I am now. Next week episode, I might have a guest on. We might have a family member be coming on and talking about health. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be really fun. We're going to have a lot to talk about. I kind of just rambled on. But yeah, I'm excited because this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. And I have a lot to say. God knows I have a lot to say. My friends know I have a lot to say. My family knows I have a lot to say. So I'm going to freaking say it. All right, everybody. That wraps up the first episode of Wild Child Podcast. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. (laughs) 